Hi there, and welcome to episode 32 of the ADHD Adults Podcast. Unfortunately, Alex has convinced me to do another one in the same room as him, which is why I'm actually drinking scotch. I'm James Brown, the grumpiest man alive, and also co-founder of ADHD Adult UK. And as usual, and I'm deeply saddened to admit this, I'm not only joined by, but in the same room as, again, Dr. Alex Connor. Hi, Alex. Holla, James. What? Holla. It's been a long and trying day. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> how are you, Pigface? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, good. Having a good week. Nice to see you in person. We can touch each other here, as, as I like. I've been emailed a letter that you can't rip up uh, from one of our <laughs> listeners. You haven't, but still, carry on. <laughs> I have. It's then a letter. It's from uh, Robert from Kimmins. Oh. <laughs> it says... Just so you know, the cannabis episode was obviously about James, as he doesn't have a friend. Harsh but fair, Robert. Thank I, you. I mean, it's very accurate, it isn't is. it? <clears throat> I'm going to read you a real email from a listener that we won't name, because we always forget to ask people. We are allowed to, we just have to ask, and we never remember. And it says, um, I love this podcast, many exclamation marks. I was very happy to see the newest topic, episode 29. I've listened to 26 to 28 so far today. Your banter is great. I haven't figured out if it's genuine dislike or just to keep us entertained. Keep them coming. I find them very informative. I can answer that question <laughs> I can immediately. Well. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's genuine. We love it's genuine dislike. Oh, awkward. <laughs> Slightly. We also have 103 international listeners. So, hala and tack to our Swedish listeners. <laughs> What, what is that? I'm guessing hello is the first one. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. I meant to put... I know Swedish. Yeah. It's, oh, I, I went to Denmark once and I think they say tack there, but thank you. Yeah. 103 was that? I wasn't 103 listening. different countries. That's oh, at least one hard. person listens to this nonsense. There's probably just one person in each country listening multiple times. Or someone with a lot of air miles. <laughs> <one person. laughs> anyway, thank you to anybody that is listening overseas. Again, I'm not really sure why you wouldn't pick a better podcast, but we're mm. very grateful mm. um, to people listening to us. So as usual, this um, lipstick-covered pig of a podcast is a tragedy in three parts. Um, we choose a theme. In the last episode, we did a bit of a recap, really, after 30 episodes of what's changed about ADHD, how we feel about ADHD, um, and maybe the, what, what advice we'd give to our old selves, having spent a year of, of running ADHD Adult UK. This week we're talking about something that probably affects all of us, and it has this kind of colloquial term of the ADHD tax. <clears throat> so the three parts are some evidence-based psychoeducation delivered by Alex, the psychoeducation monkey, our personal reflections on how ADHD has cost us lots of different things. Collectively, we call this the ADHD tax, and then some poorly delivered top tips. And there will be times to play a game of what's James forgotten. <sighs> Oh, no, there won't be because I've forgotten to write them down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that would have been a really meta answer. Yeah, I know. I'll, just, I'll see if I can, yeah, I'll see if I can think of something <laughs> before then. Um, and then we'll give some, uh, nobody said top tips. Fucking, I've had a drink. This is why it's not going to be a very good podcast. You've had it? a sip of a drink, yes, and I'm not a drinker, am I, Alex? I like, like doing it the same. This is like a sleepover. Should we go and put our pajamas on? Can we not? Awesome, right. So let's get on with it. It's time for Bod, or certainly a man with the head, the shape of Bod, mm -hmm. um, to talk about the ADHD tax. Go for it. Okay, what is it? What is the ADHD tax? It's the it's what we call the literal price that many of us pay for the sometimes very costly mistakes we can make 
due directly due to the symptoms and behaviours of having ADHD as adults. So these costs are usually financial, um, but as it's a made-up tax, we can use it symbolically to include emotional costs as well. There's so many examples, and, and there's some evidence out there that we can talk about. If we start off by looking in general at the burden of ADHD, <laughs> James, there is an effusus onus of information. That's a shed load of information, uh, which I know for a fact that you think means a shed load. The amount yeah, fits in a shed. It is. It, it, but it isn't. It's, it's a shed load, like the shedding, shedding of a cat. That makes no sense. It does. It would be horium load if it was your, what you're talking about. I can't about. believe you researched Well, I say you researched that. You probably knew it, didn't you, to be fair, knowing you? <sighs> it's a shed load, not a shed load. Yeah, <laughs> I, so. I, no, I don't, I don't agree. I, I beg to differ. I boke to differ, sir. Agree to disagree. Yeah. What we know is that adults with ADHD have a lower quality of life, a nearly half, a 50% greater risk of accidental physical injuries, almost 50% greater risk of serious transport accidents, and a small increase in the risk of premature death. This is mostly due to accidents, but, and here we have a big old klaxon, trigger warning. Klaxon, is it? Is that the No, it just carry on. I'm doing a trigger warning, you can't. Triggering me. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, okay, trigger warning. ADHD adults also have twice the rate of suicide and twice the rate of death by homicide. I can, I can understand that. <laughs> the homicide bit, yeah. And we have a 30% greater rate of death from unintentional injury for lots of reasons that we, we talk about a lot. People diagnosed with ADHD are also more than twice as likely to be convicted of criminal offences and three times as likely to be incarcerated compared to... Uh, non-ADHD, boring normos. <laughs> I, can't say, I can't even joke about that. No, not boring normos. There's people without ADHD. Well, this is a fucking cheery start to a podcast, thanks, Al. <laughs> I've told you before, James, and this is an adult bit. <laughs> this list of negative outcomes is, yes, depressing, but it details some of the both emotional and financial costs of having ADHD. On top of that, we have the, the clearly definable financial costs and we call them commonly the ADHD tax. I say we, I mean people with ADHD. It's not James and I didn't make up the term ADHD tax. Everyone does that, calls it that. So some of them with evidence include just the cost of having to manage your money and the executive function of not being able to do that. Huge study in Sweden, in fact, the entire Swedish population showed that those with ADHD start adulthood with a normal credit rating. And default rates for credit are the same as anyone else's but in middle age the default rates grow massively and this yields poor credit scores and reduced access to needed credit and that's despite the high demand for it adults with adhd are far more likely to engage in financial behavior that is that is risky and this can include impulse spending we've done a podcast on taking on credit at unaffordable unreasonable interest rates and because of that, get into high levels of debt, missing events because of the issues we have with working memory and planning, attention to detail, social anxiety, blooming wealth of other reasons. Many of us will not have attended, will have, will have not attended events and appointments, including docs appointments, flights, concerts, whether it's opera or theatre. Either just just the two options, <laughs> the two concert types. Some, 
some of these events have, have like class obviously have a real financial element to them but others are taxing as they, they kind of make emotional life and living with those those mistakes more difficult <laughs> why are you what i'm just laughing at those the two concert types <laughs> <laughs> so there's also insurance having adhd can increase your premiums for life insurance holiday insurance and then in depth indirectly as well due to increased risk of traffic accidents and and car insurance and finally fines fines for late payments fines for mistakes we've all done it got a parking ticket or a bill and said i need to pay that and then completely forgot existed because it's in the drawer put bluntly the adhd tax is a system a systematic disadvantage for adults with adhd and we, they end up facing costs that are directly due to the disability that is ADHD. That is unfair. You know, I hate giving you any credit or saying anything positive about you. In, of course, in yeah, yeah. But, but what you've effectively done is described my life and the life of Mrs. ADHD yeah. in that last bit in particular. Um, and I think the personal reflections bit, which we're going to move on to in, in part two, is going to be a, a painful... <laughs> reminder for me about how much money i have spunked up the wall over the past 30 or 40 i don't know that word odd years Are you sure <laughs> um so before we get to that we'll take a quick break and we'll be back for part two where you'll hear about what i've spunked up the wall in great detail see you in a bit <laughs> where you'll hear about what i've spoken <laughs> back to part two of episode and i'm looking this up now 32 of the <laughs> of the adhd adults podcast we're talking about a made-up thing you got that right did i yeah you said all the words in the right order yes amazing we are talking about the adhd tax um which is the the literal financial cost of all the different things that that when <clears throat> The, the behaviours manifestations of ADHD symptoms lead us to forget or mistake or accident and how that can cost us in all the different ways. So, as always, part two is personal reflection. <laughs> <laughs> We've tried having a very, very, very tiny sip of scotch. It was a poor idea. We're talking about personal reflections on the ADHD tax. James. Yeah. ADHD tax. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Again, in, in part one, I talked about how it sounded like you'd just copied all of my thoughts and behaviours over the past what, 30 the years. Yeah, ex exactly, because um, I, I can't even start to count how much money my ADHD has cost me. What I do know is that I can quantify the debt that I am still in now, which is about, I don't know, 37 grand's worth of debt. <gasps> Not and, mortgage. No, not, not including my mortgage, obviously. And actually, speaking of mortgages, we, we remortgaged because Mrs. ADHD had about the same amount of debt. And when we remortgaged, we could only pay off one of our lots of debt. And it was decided that we pay off Mrs. It was decided. Yeah. How did we come to that decision? We decided we'd pay off Mrs. ADHD's debt and leave me hamstrung for the rest of my life, probably, with a huge debt. <clears throat> um, yeah, and that, that's been built up in many ways because of the spending behaviours that I've had over many, many years. So I have gone through the amount of cars I've gone through because I'll just buy 
uh, impulsively uh, a Mazda MX-5 for Mrs. ADHD, but buy a shit one, obviously, that's full of rust. And within six months, it has to be binned. So buy another one, which is also full of rust because I didn't really you know, pay attention when I was it's a looking effort, around. isn't it, all that attention? Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that is thousands spent on, on cars. Um, we have missed many, many flights because, for example, we'll be over in Ibiza and just put the wrong time in. So instead of adjusting for the extra hour, we've just turned up late or forgotten that we've got a flight and you lay on the sun lounge in the sun and then suddenly remembered we even got to the airport one year and didn't hear them calling our names because we were the last passengers to get on a flight because we weren't paying attention and then got to the gate and that was closed mrs adhd has booked flights in the wrong order so we were going on holiday to lanzarote and she booked the flights flights from lanzarote to the uk i've done that and then from the uk to lanzarote so obviously we had to pay to get those changed um Concerts and an actual gigs, and you know, you know, the opera yeah. and the theatre are just two options of many, Alex. So, actual bands and club nights, for example, we've got we've got tickets. We've actually got a drawer full of tickets because we keep them of stuff we've missed. So, even some of my favourite artists, just on the day, I've had massive social phobia and said can't go, or we've forgotten, <laughs> or we've booked the tickets twice. Or we just couldn't kind of be asked to, to, to go. And because you don't think of that concept of money as being important, you think, well, we've paid 300 quid to do that thing. Ah, fuck it. We won't bother going. Or oh, am I right in remembering this, that it wasn't, in <clears throat> fact, the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah. So this is a story about Mrs. ADHD <laughs> booking a special. We, we, we paid to be members of... Um, Symphony Hall, is it, in Birmingham? Yeah. And they send you there in, like, uh, early available tickets early availability tickets for acts and sam saw some front row tickets for the red hot chili peppers which were like 20 quid each and she mm. thought well i'll have those yeah. and she bought them and when they turned out she went oh, i've got, got a surprise for you i said one she said bought these tickets and i when she handed me the tickets i said did you read the the listing she went well, yeah and i said this is the red hot chili pipers <laughs> the bagpipe band one of my favorite stories i, I love bagpipes i'd rather have gone to that. Uh, yeah um, well that doesn't surprise me and she genuinely even at that point of me telling her had to check the tickets because she thought for 20 quid she'd got front row tickets to the red hot chili peppers we nearly went actually wearing red hot chili peppers t-shirts but of course we didn't go so that's another you know spaffed money up the wall um mrs adhd crashed my car because she was looking at the builders at the side of the road so wasn't paying attention. So my insurance premiums for four years afterwards have been increased because she wasn't paying attention on driving, impulse spending. Talked about this before. I bought, I think I bought five guitars during lockdown. Don't play any of them, of course. Gave two of them away. I bought all of the speakers we've talked about before, which cost me well over a thousand pounds and can't put them on because Mrs. ADHD doesn't like noise. So if you, if you add all of these things up over a period of 30 years, it's no wonder I'm in 37 grand's worth of debt because I've just spent or, or had costs that have come from my inability to control impulses or to, or to pay attention to detail and, and know that there's a flight at this date or put it in the wrong day. And it's, you know, it's, I'm financially fucked. It's it is. It is. What about you? I also impulse buy a lot of books. <laughs> That's not a lie I do. Every morning, first thing I do with my little Kindle. Other awful <laughs> companies are available. So I think the big problem I have with the ADHD tax is is the price of, of accidental company loyalty. 
companies aren't loyal to you. They're, they're bastards. Their actual MO is to hope that you stay loyal to them and increase the price massively beyond inflation. Not switching mortgages, not switching gas or electricity supplier, not doing my meter readings. Yeah. No, I know I have to. <clears throat> we, we have to do them ourselves these days. When did that happen? Well, I don't because I've got an automatic system ah, that sends it Somebody back to doesn't you. come around anymore. No. I'm doing 90s Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> comedy for you. Jerry Seinfeld, whatever. <laughs> So even if I put the thing I've got to do, switch it at the top of my online calendar, which is my main coping strategy, my online calendar on my phone, I can press snooze or whatever on the on the calendar reminder for 800 consecutive days, <laughs> sometimes in five minute intervals for three weeks. Someone's fine. Snooze. I probably pressed remind me later for longer than it would have taken <clears> to do the actual thing, the amount of times I've pressed snooze. And that's constant with everything parking fines because I forgot to just put my car edge into the machine where it asks for your registration and then a double fine because I didn't pay it quickly enough and then triple ADHD task because when I did the shopping when I was supposed to park I left my shopping on the counter while I was talking to the cashier I was all excited about talking to a human obviously and I wandered off and then on my way home I had to get the train because I forgot where my car was. I leave my bag on the train so often that I now have to wrap the handle of my bag around my leg. And so as I walk off, I drag it across the train console. These are ADHD taxes of losing bags with all my stuff in throughout my entire life. And that was all yesterday. (laughs) It wasn't my first day. It's not true. That's a lie. That's reminded me of the trousers story. That that was because you can't just keep a suit jacket. That's a whole suit gone because I lost the trousers. You could keep the jacket. You could wear it with your jeans like Jeremy Clarkson. I mean, I'd look like Jeremy Clarkson. You do look a bit like Jeremy oh, Clarkson. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> right. Yes, loads is the answer, same as you. Awful. Yeah, shit, in it? Yeah. We're going to have to do now, we are going to make time for this, but it's going to be done on the hoof because I forgot to actually prepare for what has James forgotten, um, lost or mislaid. You're aware that I'm, I got 12 week. out of 22 now, aren't you? Yeah, I've got 12 out of 20, This is which is why it's a dangerous game. So I'm going to try and make this as unobvious to you as possible. Mm. Um, so as you know, I lost the phone that's got our WhatsApp. On, yeah. So nobody's been able to contact us on WhatsApp, but I found it this week. Did you? Yeah. So what I want to know is, where did I find it? Did I find it in the bottom of the work bag that I no longer use because I've changed my job? Did I find it in exactly the same place that I obviously left it, but I just couldn't see it because of object invisibility. Or was it hidden under a massive pile of shit? Not actual shit, but just stuff. Okay. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I, I left it. Are you using the same strategy of an abuseful answer to... Yeah, that's to always not my strategy. That's how I've got to the heady heights of 12 <laughs> right. out of 22. <laughs> minimum competence um i don't think it's work bag because even when you were an academic you didn't do any work and i think we can all agree it's a fair fair comment yeah it's a fair comment and i I don't think it's under a pile of crap because i think mrs adhd tidies up after you and follows you around i've not been to our house in a while have you (laughs) that's what i think anyway so i think where you left it because you're and I, I mean this, James, a fucking idiot. <laughs> okay. 
Well, I'm happy to say you've still got 12 oh, points. That's oh, 23. It's a pile of shit, isn't it? It is on the oh. pile of shit. It was, and I, when I say massive pile of shit, I'm saying probably three feet high of stuff <laughs> piled on top of what the What sort of thing? Clothes? Um, yeah, clothes, folders, pieces of paper, equipment for recording podcasts, um, bits of foam, which I've been sticking to my room to soundproof it for recording stuff, books, journals, which have been printed off, tickets... Uh, just it's a not just it's not just a soundproof, is it? So you can look like the cover of a, the yeah. Derek Bowie, the fat, Bowie. White, the fat white Jew. That's what it is. It's the only reason I bought it. So I am del- just just delighted to see you fail again. It reflects poorly on you. Yeah, it does. Everything reflects poorly on me. Um, and on that really high note, we can mm-hmm. end part two, and we'll join you back in part three for some top tips on the ADHD tax. See you in a bit. <laughs> You're leaving that up there. Yeah. Welcome back to part three of episode 32 of the ADHD adult podcast. Adult. Did you say adult? I said adult. Well, that was a premature clap. It it? was. We are talking about the ADHD tax, those financial costs that are a direct result of many of the behaviours, manifestations of our ADHD that royally piss us off. Right. Top tips, James. Yours are, I mean, you have... £37,000 worth of debt. So they, they're literally pointless. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck it. Yeah. It's Christmas. Why not? It feels, it's not. It's not it, it fills time, doesn't it? Yeah, it fills it does, time. Yeah. It does. <clears throat> so to do. <clears throat> what I would say is obviously the things I'm about to say, don't do that. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, or something like do that. the opposite. Or, or, or you know, do we just that. Touched fingers, didn't we? I know. I didn't like it. I like it. Um, yeah. So I, I'm not the best at providing sound advice at controlling your financial situation no, to put it that way so what i do know about is debt mm. obviously so if you find yourself in a similar position to me which is you've got a shed load of debt it's a shed load shed load of debt a shed I've load a, i've got a shed load of debt like the amount that would fill up a shed yes i've got <laughs> i've got enough debt to fill up a shed Mm. That makes perfect sense to me. Anyway, if like me, you've got a shed load of debt, there are things you can do. You can speak to your creditors first of all, and you can actually tell them you've got ADHD. And it does change the way in which they approach your debt. I've currently got a complaint which Virgin Money aren't really dealing with at all. They keep on sending me a letter every month saying, we are going to get back to you about your complaint. But as soon as I told them I had ADHD, they asked me about whether they could put support in place, whether I needed advice. There are also obviously some really good debt charities out there, the names of which I've completely forgotten because I didn't write them down, but they can help you when it comes to looking at finding support for restructuring your debt, et cetera. Um, For the other side of things, which is, I suppose, preemptively trying to not get into debt, so for missing appointments, missing flights, et cetera, first thing I'd say is most of us have, I mean, you don't, most of us have either a friend or somebody that cares enough about them to support them. Yeah, yeah. You use that resource. So if you're going on a flight with someone, whether it's your partner, make sure if they don't have ADHD that they are maybe in charge of putting what the the, the appointment or the, the the event in the calendar because they're probably going to do it better than you do. Or if you've got a, a friend you can use an ADHD buddy, get them to help you make sure that you put down what it is you're going to do and when it's going to happen so that you, you don't just miss it, which is one of the things that we do quite a lot of. <clears throat> Finally, and we do harp on about this like Statler and Waldorf from the Muppets, 
if you do end up missing something, if you do end up buying something that you, you don't need, as far as pros- possible, Scotch is kicking in there, as far as possible, try not to give yourself shit about it. Because one of the most damaging things, other than the, the shed load of debt, is is the self-loathing that comes after it. So you, so you see something on uh, uh, awful um, tax avoiding, but delivers yeah. very quickly. Um, a company website and you buy it because you impulsively want it. And then almost when you bought it, you get that sense of, I couldn't afford that. And Oh God. And then it turns up and normally something you don't really need. So you put it away in the cupboard and then hate yourself for it. It's it's not your fault that you do that. There are things that you can do that can help you with that. Like instead of buying it, take a screen capture and and come away and look at it maybe a day later or a few hours later. And if you still want it, for example, it might be something that's worth buying. If it's just an impulsive buy, you might be less likely to do that. Um, but the key thing is, you know, don't double down on the damage that you've already done by spending money on something you don't need. So try and give yourself a bit of a break. The reason we often get into debt is because we have impulsivity, because we can't control through cognitive inhibition the the need, if you like, to need in kind of rabbit ears to um don't raise your fucking eyes. I saw you raise your eyebrows then. Do you mean exclamation? I fucking I saw you ra- <laughs> even in my really poor peripheral vision, I saw the delight and the eyebrow raised there. Yes. I yeah. Rabbit ears is perfectly fucking acceptable for everybody apart from Alex Connor, apparently. Now I've lost my place. So don't double down on the damage you do by buying something. You know, it's not your fault. When you've got ADHD, this whole world, and particularly the financial world and the retail world, isn't necessarily, well, actually, it is set up for you. It's set up to exploit you to make sure that you buy stuff because that instant rush to plan, right? from buying stuff, it really is. And just remember that, that thing we've talked about in the past, that, you know, you're a square peg, the world is full of round holes, and it's not your fault that sometimes you, you miss things or overspend or get things wrong so if you do get that get into debt there is help out there but equally just don't hate yourself for being in that position good terrible tips james <laughs> simply awful yeah um i think my main top tip is 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 to try when you can to think about what you could spend the money on that you will make back if you swap the energy supply or redo your mortgage because that gives you that short-term emotional reward that that is exactly the same as we get from shopping. So, oh, my reward is the gaming of the of getting the money, and I'll get the money. And and for me, because of self-loathing, it helps if I can think about buying with that money a, a present for for someone I care about, like James's wife, or <laughs> you know my kids or something. So the other one, the other top tip I think is is never do cashback offers like mobile phone companies do buy this phone monthly and then in three months you get 120 pounds back if you send in the right paperwork filled in properly you won't you definitely won't fill that in even if you guarantee to everyone that you will you you probably won't you're not going to fill in the form probably so that's um a a wider example of not leaving any bit of a task for later especially financial so if you're going to commit to it do it in advance or, or you this is my tip more for me actually if you if you think you're going to do something later you're absolutely fucked could you not just have told it to yourself rather than bore everybody that's listening to this podcast <laughs> i could have done yeah <laughs> have we got a product recommendation of the week james uh yeah we have 
just read two words, so I'll have to I'll have to expand upon what have you written? Spending apps. So there are there <laughs> Isn't are that Amazon, that's what there, that is. No, there are there are lots of apps for your phone you can get that can help you budget. And not and, spending apps. Well not yeah, fucking hell. Can you just let me talk for a second without being I know it's hard. I know I know being you is hard and it, yeah, so if you're on if you're not on YouTube now, James, Alex has pointed to the, the sign he's put on the background that says James loves Alex. Hearts Alex. Hearts Alex. So what are these no spending apps? Right. So one of the ways you can try and target impulse spending, and Alex alluded to this in a very ham-fisted mm. and amateurish way, is to gamify your approach to spending. So it can help, particularly if you've got a partner that you can work with on this, to try and set a budget, daily budget for spending stuff, and then try and spend less than your partner, for example, or try and hit that budget. And if you hit that budget, you've spent, you know, you've done well for today. And there are budgeting apps and spending apps on your phone, none of the names of which I can obviously remember. No, we'll try and remember. Um, which can help you because you can put in your, your income after tax, all the outgoings, and it will tell you how much you've got to spend a day. That's really good. It has to be daily at least, doesn't it? Because we, it doesn't. tomorrow doesn't mean anything exactly, to our, exactly. our type. If, if that doesn't work for you, you can have a book and you can write down for each day like a diary how much you've spent. And again, gamify it. So compete against your partner or a friend who's an ADHD buddy and try and be the person that spends the least because there'll idea. be an element of emotional reward and say, I won today and I fucking love beating you at anything, for mm -hmm. example. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. <laughs> Um, which obviously happens all the time. So I, I love much of my life, but that element of gamification can help you. So there are apps that can do this, but equally, you know, a diary or a pad and paper can also help you do that. Kind of pen, posh pen. And the reason Alex is saying this is that obviously I'm at his house. We're doing this in the same room. And I really, really held back from throttling him, the massive bell end. But Alex has got his posh pen how much did you spend on it doesn't matter doesn't matter. <laughs> matter as we're talking about adhd tax how much was it i, don't, I, don't. I think it does how many pounds a hundred pounds on a pen does it does it does it do a different job to a bic or biro other other pens are available does it, does it it's, it's not best. best it does the same thing doesn't it, it does the same thing Anyway, so if you took any tips from Alex on the ADHD tax, hopefully now you've realised they were delivered by an idiot. That's everything for episode 32. 32. 32 of the ADHD Adults podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, as usual, if you want to get in touch to mock Alex's ridiculous £100 pen, Love my pen, or to say how useful my top tips or personal reflections were, then get in touch on the socials at ADHDL.uk, on Twitter and Instagram, which is better because I do Instagram. And we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye.